Welcome to The Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Last time on The Laundry Hour, I shared a few scriptures that connected with what we've been talking about, being a life giver. Scriptures about us being a life-giving perfume to God and to those who are being saved. What about us being outgraced by God, that His, His grace is enough for us. When we are weak, He is strong. What about Christ living inside of us? It's not us who live anymore, but it's Him who live. Because He is living inside of us. He has given us His Spirit. That Spirit is what produces beautiful fruit in us. And love is one of those fruits. What blessings for those who intentionally are walking in close relationship with God. You know, that's what it's all really about. Being close to God. That's what we were created for. But before I get on another tangent, today I wanted to rejoice about our community. I just created a Laundry Hour community on Facebook. Now there is a Facebook group attached to the Laundry Hour podcast page. I am so excited about this. I've been talking about how it isn't just me, but it's about us, about your joy being my joy and how we are walking together on this motherhood journey. But what's a better way of doing that than just me talking about it is about creating a community, uh, a physical community that is this tangible place rather than just this ethereal idea. I've heard from some of you separately, but together we can be unstoppable. But more than just, you know, me wanting us to be connected, I believe there's a biblical basis for what causes our unstoppability and and why God wants us to be together because we actually need each other. I um, have a master's degree in theater, fun fact about me, and my thesis was all about community. Back in the day, um, community was synonymous with society. Our understanding of ourselves as a whole was completely linked to how we communed with one another because we needed each other. People bartered, people, um, the person I lived next to was the same person that worked at the school and I was the person that sold the meat and everybody needed each other. Their livelihood was connected and they were connected in so many ways. But now we have this individualized society where I go home by myself. Um, If I go to church, I can choose to interact or not. If I go to work, I work with people different than I go to church with, different than I live near. Everything is so separate. And if you wanted to be separate, you totally could. Um, Deciding to unite is a choice. And then you can choose how deep you want to unite with people or how close you want to be rather than it just happening and you just choosing to live with it or not. Um, When we see and understand scripture through this lens of community, because I think that back in the day concept happened in scripture time, it'll make more sense when it says, you know, forgive one another, love one another, um, do this for one another, um, 
when I am constantly in conversation and around people, it definitely will affect me and them if I'm not forgiving. It will affect us if I'm not, if I am neglecting to to meet with one another or if I am, um, you know, holding a grudge and and I need to confess my sins so that we can be healed like it really affects the community if it affects the society um, those commands look very different through the lens of community and society and as we continue to look through that lens there are so many beautiful things that happen when believers come together they're encouraged, they have all things in common, they are healed, they're admonished and corrected, they are united and undivided. At least that's what's supposed to happen when we come together. We still have sin and that gets in the way of what God wants us, God wants for us. But as we pursue loving him and loving others, as we pursue dying to ourselves, we'll die to those parts that divide and discourage and put ourselves first. But if I were to use one scripture that speaks of what God's people are to do for each other, this is it. Ephesians 4, 12 through 13. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Whew, that sounds like a tall order. (laughs) Equip God's people to do his work, build up the church or God's people, the body of Christ, and unify and mature in our faith, knowledge, and standard of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is adequate for this task, right? Those who have Christ living in them, the, the spirit producing in them, and God always outgracing them. They are adequate for this task. Our, our responsibility is to equip each other. Equip each other. Okay, we are supposed to do something. People are equipped when they have the tools to accomplish it. So our job is to give each other the tools to be... God's daughters, wives, and mothers. The wives and mothers and daughters he has created us to be. Okay. That I Okay, we give each other the tools. One main tool is scripture. And then there are other tools outside of that that, of course, are infused with scripture. Okay, I think I can give tools, right? Our next job is to build each other up. As my husband and I have been reading scripture, I understand this command so differently. I first thought it was just encouraging each other. Now granted, encouragement is definitely a part of building each other up. But as you look at the scriptures and you see the disciples doing the work of the ministry, you see them going out and sharing the gospel, you see them making disciples, you also see them beaten and thrown in jail and disheartened by those who don't believe And that gets them down. That truly gets them deeply, emotionally, and spiritually down. All of these things. Especially when um, you hear also stories of people in the church not living up to this standard. Not equipping. Not building people up. That also gets um, these believers and disciples and apostles down. 
So when we meet together as brothers and sisters, hear a word about what God is doing, are mutually encouraged by another's faith, are reminded of scripture and God's love and his promises, we experience his joy and his spirit. And that is what builds up what is torn down. That is so different than a simple smile, a hello, or a hangout. Now, all of those things are so good and are needed to get us to this place, but that is where we're meant to be. When people have the tools and are emotionally and spiritually built up, they're unstoppable. They can do what God is calling them to do. And nothing and no one in this world can stop that. This is our job. Let's equip each other. Let's build each other up. This is what I want this Facebook community to be. Not just a place for us to um, talk and be together. And I want that. Don't get me wrong. I want that. But I don't want to miss our job for each other. I don't want us to just come and be like, oh, that was fun. I want us to feel like, oh my goodness, I can do what God is calling me to do now. I have the tools. I have been built up in my spirit and in my emotions. I am not bogged down. I'm not torn down. I'm not overwhelmed. I have scripture. I am armed. I am ready. And then my hope is that in all of this um, building up and equipping that we will all be unified in the faith and knowledge and attain to the standard of maturity in Jesus Christ together. To do this, it cannot just be me. It just can't. One, because I'm only one person, but two, I only have what I have. Only my gifts or only my understanding. But you have gifts and you have understanding that the Lord has given you about his scriptures and about how to walk through um, this life as his daughter and a wife and a mom. He has called us to be one body. A, A body has hands and eyes and arms and feet. Let's just say for this example, I am a hand. I can only teach us how to pick up things and put down things. (laughs) and wave I think (laughs) and hold but if you're a foot you can teach us how to run and walk um, and kick if we need to (laughs) and if you're an eye you can teach us how to see if you're a nose you can teach us how to smell a mouth can teach us how to speak and when all of us are teaching each other all of us are equipping and building each other up then then and only then can we be fully unified as the body then and only then can we be fully matured because we have every part working together every part working together now this concept of the body working together is not an idea that I have spoken of or thought of. This is an idea that Paul uses in uh, 1 Corinthians, I believe it is chapter 12. I will put that verse in, um, in the show notes. When we're working together, we are unstoppable. Now, really what makes this a tall order <laughs> is if we're really willing and ready to commit to this because it's going to require something of you not just to listen and say man that was a good episode assuming you think that (laughs) 
But now this is, okay, now I have to apply it in my life, but then apply it in my life with these other people watching me. Not to judge you, not to condemn you at all, because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But for us to love you and to walk with you and to equip you and build you up when you say, hey, I don't have the tools, great, we will find them for you. When you say, hey, I feel torn down, great, we will build you up. Great. There is such beauty in showing your weakness. Why? Because God's grace is made perfect through our weakness. When we are weak, he is strong and he has given us the body of Christ. We need each other. Let's go back to that place where community and society were synonymous. It was working. (laughs) Yes, of course. There were things that were hard about it, so that's probably why we were like, okay, let's be separate. But there were some beautiful things about it that we are currently lacking right now because we are separate. So if you're willing and ready to journey towards faithful obedience, extraordinary purpose, and noble work with me, I would love for you to get on our Facebook community. It is called the Laundry Hour Community with Jamie Williams, J-A-I-M-E. It's a closed group, so once I see um, you ask for an invitation, I will accept you. No questions asked. There are some groups that you must ask it, uh, answer a few questions. I don't want that. If you want to be a part of this group, I want you a part of this group. And you are in. Just like that. <laughs> I hope that when you get invited or accepted, I guess, (laughs) that you will introduce yourself and you will be an engaged member so we can all grow, mature, and become unstoppable. Can I pray over you? Father, I just thank you so much for you and your word. (laughs) Thank you for how you've given us everything we need to do this well. You've given us your word. You've given us your spirit. You love us. You pour out your grace over us, but you've also given us each other as your tools to give us the tools to do what you've called us to do, to build us up, to unify us, to mature us, um, so that we can truly be an unstoppable force. The church is an unstoppable force. You say that the gates of hell will not prevail prevail against your church. That means it's unstoppable. Nothing can stop it. We have allowed things to stop us. Forgive us for how we have um, divided and become disunified. Let us come back together to truly equip and build each other up to do what you have called us to do. In that, let us enjoy and find friends and sisters that we can have for a long, long time. As we are focused on the goal, God, thank you for all of the blessings that you will pour out upon us. We're excited. We are grateful. We're scared, let's be honest, because... This will probably call out sin in our lives. 
um, that we're not looking forward to dealing with, but um, it's not about us trying in our human effort to get rid of it. It's about us seeking you and pursuing you and your spirit producing in us um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And as your spirit is producing in us, we will start not desiring that sin anymore. And we will want it out of our lives. And it won't be this hard thing anymore. It'll be easy and desirable because as we pursue you, the world fades away. We don't want that anymore as we want you so much more so if you are afraid of sin if you are afraid of ugh, don't be just fall in love with the Lord that is the antidote for sin God has given us everything himself his word his body we can do this we can be unstoppable Thank you, Jesus, for this body of women, of mothers, of wives, of daughters coming together and being your body. We're excited to experience you together um, and hear you say, well done. We're excited. Did I say that already? Anyway, thank you so much, Jesus. We love you. In your name, amen. If you liked it today, please subscribe. If you loved it, please share. If you got to have it, please review. And if you are ready, please get on the Facebook page. (laughs) Next time on The Laundry Hour, I assume, (laughs) we will continue our study on biblical motherhood. I do want to let you know that the Laundry Hour's first season will end after 30 episodes. But don't worry, I will only take a week off of new episodes, but will replay three old episodes that didn't get much of a hear hear time or play time or response. Um, Hopefully to just get those up, um, get more of that information in your ears. But I will be back with new goodness for all of us to enjoy after that week. But this Wednesday, we will have a deeper look on our biblical tasks as mamas. So I will see you guys in the laundry room for the next laundry hour. Oh, and on the Facebook page. (laughs) I love you. Have a great Monday. Or whenever you're listening to this.